You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Girl Meets World After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Girl Meets World After Show. Hello, AfterBuzzers. We're here doing another AfterBuzz TV after show for Disney's Girl Meets World Season 1, Episode 2, Girl Meets Boy. I'm your host, Kristen Elizabeth Snyder, and joining me, AfterBuzz TV host, Lee Epstein. Hey, how's it going? Hi, Kristen. We have three very special guests for you today. We have the writers that brought you Boy Meets World and Girl Meets World. Please welcome Matt Nelson, Mark Blutman, and Jeff Minnell. Hi, thanks hey. for having us. Yeah, Thank you guys so much for joining us yeah, today. When Michael was here, I told him the happiest place on earth was the Girl Meets World writer's room, and he sent you to us today, so thank you for coming. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Who's, thanks. who's Michael? <laughs> I, I just Fraud. feel like being in the company of the three of you is like living in a never-ending episode of Boy Meets World or Girl Meets World, and it's such a pleasure to be in your company. It's always oh. so much fun. I feel like the friendship that you guys share and the camaraderie between you three are clearly reflected reflected in the episodes you write. Oh, what's, yeah. so sweet. What's it like? Yeah. That's why I'm on the couch over here. <laughs> See, we're, we're less than a minute in already. There's a lot of like... <laughs> what's it like after 14 years coming back together and what were your initial reactions to getting that call? Go for it. Honestly, the first word that comes to my mind is always blessing. I mean, you know, there are thousands and thousands of people in this business and to have an opportunity to do something so wonderful for so many years and then all of a sudden get called to come do it again with so many of the same people and then you're on that stage and the first time not during the pilot but the first time we had an audience and to hear that reaction during cast curtain call get goosebumps and you look at these faces and you just go I'm blessed yeah, we, we've known each other an, an embarrassing amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 I don't, I don't want to tell you, but it's got a, it's got a two in front of it, right? Absolutely. It's more than weeks. Yeah, it's twenty years. You know, years. How did you guys and, initially meet? Well, I guess it's different for all of us. What, yeah. Um, well, we all met on Boy, you know, yeah, and yeah. you were there first. I was there first. You know, I've actually known Michael way back when from Jersey days, and <laughs> came out here for Boy Meets World, and uh, you know. It showed. Didn't know how long it was going to run. I kept waiting. I got picked up each year, but it ran seven years. But these guys came on. He came on year two. Year two, and Matt. I'm glad that J- Jeff Manel's been a bad boy, so he's on the couch. But I'm glad <laughs> he still gets to speak. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. Speak. Jeff, came, Jeff, Michael so brought glad. Michael brought Jeff out. Jeff had no idea. Never did TV before. Didn't know how long it would run. His family is still in New Jersey. He hasn't told them. Twenty yeah. years later, <laughs> this is a big scene, right? More, okay. more of a journalist than a TV writer. Well, it just. <laughs> I won't tell him about the lipstick factory. Please don't tell. I did work at Revlon, but that's another story. <laughs> I did. Cover um, girl. Yeah. Were you a journalist? No. no. Well, I was a film reviewer for the Hollywood Reporter. I was a New York film reviewer. 
way back when. Wow. Journalist wrote, sounded cool. It, it did sound cool. Yeah. I was a journalist. It has gravitas. Yeah. Gravitas. Um, it's a great, great word. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, like, we're so excited to have you guys and bringing the show back because we feel like, you know, we can watch TV these days, but we're really, we can be entertained, but we're really not learning anything from these shows. And the value system that you guys have in boy and now girl isn't there. So I feel like you guys are coming in in a crucial time. What do you kind of want to do to help with the new generation and influence them? Well, I think it's interesting. We all we all have kids this go round, mm-hmm. and you know when we did boy, either we didn't have kids or they were very very young, right. and so we're bringing a different point of view from our own lives, which I think is great, and certainly it makes it in- extremely accessible for our audience. And so I do think it's important, and I do think it's great to have our own lives uh, unfold, you know, in our homes, and then be able to you know reach out to so many others and and you know affect them. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, you know, a, a, a technical person, a, a crew member, a great guy came up to me the other day and said, uh, you know, he's also, uh, he's writing. He wants to become a writer. And uh, we had a very nice conversation about that. And he said what he's learning from the show is how to write with uh, heart. He said, and, and Michael is always, you know, the funny comes, and the funny's important, but right. the, the funny comes, and we hope the funny comes from character, and, uh, uh, but he, he uh, uh, and, and that's what Michael demands. So Michael Jacobs is the executive producer we're talking about, of course. But uh, he demands that, so it can't just it can't just be silliness. We're open to the silliness, mm-hmm. but it, it's got to have a lot of heart. And he's very stubborn with stories too. So mm-hmm. the cell phone story that just aired mm-hmm. is, I mean, that's been done before, frankly. But but uh, and I don't want to get get on my my high horse here, but I don't right. think done as well as as we did it. I think right. it was yeah. a really good addressing of the topic. I agree. That's yeah. been talked about in schools and youth groups and camps and right. all kinds of table conversations, parents, right? Yeah. Everyone's talking about it, either parents with parents or parents with kids, but there was a really good dealing with it in a funny way that made it also accessible to make some uh, some thought-provoking points. Yeah. You know, it is something that we all realize, but as a society, we're not really doing anything to make that change yet. And, you know, culture sort of disappearing and libraries are now becoming ruins and ancient. And that's how, yeah, that's how and we played it. Exactly. Yeah. And it's great. I love that when he blows the dust off the, <laughs> off the book Lucas right. does. That's a fun, you know, we're proud of our show. So if we, yeah. if we gush, it's because we like it. Yeah. Right. We, otherwise, we are fans as well. What yeah. do you guys think we can do as a society to try to remain present and, you know, don't let ourselves become so absorbed with our technology where we don't have 354 friends in our phone? In our phone, you know, it starts in the home. It's the parents. I mean, you know, we have to remind our kids that, you know what, take a break from that and look a friend in the eyes and say hi. You know, at dinner, I've been to so many restaurants, you know, and I'm sitting there and the phones are out. And, you know, half the time the parents are doing it, too. And they're sitting there, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I have a, a heartbreaking story that... And it, I also I don't I mean I don't we we I don't think we're we're uh, uh, anti technology snobs either. No, I mean, I, I, right. You know, Twenty times a day I'm I'm texting my daughters back and forth, and that's a lot. I don't of know fun. what you're talking about. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's texting that to Matt though. So, yeah, Twenty times. You know, we're very you know we're very close because of this this, this shorthand and this fun texting relationship. However, you know, and I, you know, just just last night the four of us, my wife and the, my two girls, sat on the couch and just you know kicked it around and laughed face to face and you know recap the days and you know and we all went to our separate corners and watched TV but you know we had that face to face contact that really can't happen over a phone and it's great and 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 as Matt says the essence of that episode was just our four core kids 
talking to each other. Yeah. And that's compelling. it. And, 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 you know, and the it, last wasn't, it wasn't really anti-phone. It wasn't like fundamentalist no, anti-technology. Not at all. Yeah. If so, anything, I'm it was like character that, development, too. hypocritical. Yeah. I'm glad that that's, it, 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 it's, that way. it's remember, hello. Right. Yeah, it's to remember right. to the thing that Je- the thing that Jeff was hitting at very quickly here is I was I did I did have a, a, a lunch or dinner once with with my my family and across the way was this uh, woman with with two daughters and it was it was heartbreaking that for fifty minutes each girl on the phone never looking up once and 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 their mother their mother just kind of you know looking around at the at the art on the walls uh, they got to do the phone stack you know the phone stack no what yes. You put it in the middle of the uh, table. First one, yeah. Everybody puts their phones on the table, correct? Oh, really? Exactly. First person to reach for their phone has to pay the bill. <laughs> exactly. That's, oh, that's awesome. a good one. That's great. Yeah, no, I think those are yeah. all great like ways. That. But, I mean, the, what we need to get down to is just, you know, remaining present. Because so many people, whether you're at a party, your friend's house, you're taking pictures and then you're adding it so all your friends can see it. It's like you're not being present. You're not. Right. In that moment, yeah. yeah. And also the point about, you know, you give Maya a pencil and a piece of paper. She had no idea. She what she could do with right. that, and That's she right. makes this beautiful piece of artwork. I don't think kids are doing that anymore. Especially, they're not even teaching handwriting right. in I'm schools a, I'm anymore. A corny, corny guy, you know. You just gave me goosebumps, and thank you for the reminder of that. <laughs> yeah, that was a really nice moment in the episode where yeah. she goes, "I don't have the fancy phone. This is all I got, you right. know, charcoal or, or, or pencil or whatever, and a legal pad." And, and then, the, is, yeah. you know, sorry, I was, no. and, and then the great moment after, which was, you know, and again, like Matt said, don't mean to be gushing, but it was so compelling. Is at the end during the presentation, Farkle, you know, is sitting there, standing there. And then he pulls it out of his pocket, and he's our tech guy. He's our, you know, kind of cyber geek. And he goes, mm-hmm. I've right. kept this piece of paper in my pocket mm-hmm. where my phone used to be, and I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I think it is also amazing at the same – it's kind of – and that's why I was saying the episode wasn't fundamentally anti all the way. Like, there are amazing things that kids mm-hmm. do now with technology that even we couldn't do not so long ago. Right. If I might say you guys a little bit before us also <laughs> perhaps couldn't do. Right. Um, and so there's that side. And then also, like, I was visiting a couple of friends at, at summer camp this weekend, and um, – and it's amazing to see kids when they are taken out of their usual yes. right. texty environment, right. kind of like what happens in your episode right. happens at summer camp, you know, and kids are like forced to, it is liberating, yes. they have to play and be D- creative. Yeah. And D- disconnect, <laughs> yeah, disconnect to connect, mm-hmm. you know. No, and there's such beautiful things that can come out of that. I feel like if our culture was to be washed away somehow, uh, hopefully that doesn't happen, of course, but <laughs> but all yeah. everything, all Back of our today. advancements are are technology, and it's all still on technology. It's like mm. our artwork, it's pretty much the artwork in our homes were made years ago, you right. know? It's like we're not still giving culture, uh, you know, part of our attention and building on what we could be as a society. If we put so much attention into art that we do in technology, I just feel like we'd be far more advanced. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, absolutely. And just the way it's like developing the characters in the story this episode, I feel like we got to know so much more about Lucas and it really made yeah. us like him and see where he's coming from. Now, I have a question. What is Maya's problem with Lucas? Wow. Well, I I mean, she likes Lucas. I think it's just a fun relationship the two of them have. She likes Mm -hmm. to get to people. She looks Mm -hmm. for the buttons to push, and she has trouble pushing this because he won't allow it. And yeah, but she doesn't dislike him. They're friends. They are friends. Here's the reality: if she really, really disliked him, I mean, Mm -hmm. she loves Riley so much, right? And clearly, she would not be. You know, endorsing you know the friendship between the two of them. If she had a problem, I think it's just a fun game of cat. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think she likes busting chops a little bit. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. the, and the fact that it just it just you know 
rolls off him like uh, water off a duck's back or whatever the, the cliche is. That's, that's great. Drive, yeah. You know, yeah, that's true. Drives her crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially because right. the city kids, I mean, coming from New York and L.A., and I know, and we've mm-hmm. kind of talked about this, like when you come from a smaller place, you know, there's like this perception of the city kids of the New York kids. Like, yeah. who's this guy, this, yeah. you know, this hick from Texas? He right. doesn't know anything about, you know, these stereotypes and perceptions, and he's kind of also Above breaking that, that down perce- for Exactly, her. and then it becomes a challenge to her. You know, because mm-hmm. she Absolutely. Does, can't get to him. <laughs> now, know, she reminds funny. me, her character reminds me of Teresa Kiner, Harley Kiner's sister from Boy Meets Love. <laughs> TK. Wow. TK. You her, are a fan, Chris. Her own personality. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and somebody yeah, in the fandom was kind of mentioning, hey, maybe that could be her mom. Teresa Kiner could be her mom, which I don't know. You guys probably aren't going that route. But I do, I did hear that we kind of get to meet Maya's mom this season. Can you tell us anything about what her mom's going to hey, be like? I'll throw that one to Matt. <laughs> yeah. Matt, Matt wrote that episode. Yeah. Okay. So. But this is where I get nervous. Yeah. Because in the back of my mind, I'm hearing Michael Jacobs saying, right. don't give anything away. Right. Don't give right. anything away. You know, away. Don't he, spoil gave, well, he gave away a lot I, when he I, was well, here. No, yeah, yeah, what a I shot. felt more relaxed <laughs> yeah. after yeah. I saw a set of rules, you know, Michael. <laughs> um, but and We're safe to say Maya has a mother. Yes. She does. Yeah. I also don't want to just sound like I'm giving company lines, but mm-hmm. we're really excited about what happens down the road. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the, the pi- a, a pilot is so hard to do. A pilot is so challenging because you got to punch a lot of tickets, you know, mm-hmm. and and so and we're proud of the pilot. Very much but so. but I'm telling you, we're just so you know we want people to come and stay, and, and the adults too. The boy meets the boy meets world loyalists. What would you we're, say to those people, the boy meets world loyalists, who saw the you know who saw the the pilot, and right. maybe they thought, oh, this isn't boy meets world, you know, because it's their I first know, time. What I, would you say to them? I actually know what I would say. I, I would I would say. Um, you, you can't, you, with love, with respect, <laughs> you know, you can't do that. Right. We had 156 yeah. shots at Boy Meets World. You know, we had 156 episodes. Mm-hmm. And, and so far, they've seen a pilot, which is very good. We did great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and we're, we're, we're grateful for, for our many, many fans who came out, you know, in the, in the, in the millions. But certainly work in progress. I mean, like anything. It's just, yeah. Know? And it's just, we know what's, we know, we what's, know what's we, out there. We know what's down the road. And yeah. we just, you just can't do, you can't do Boy Meets World 100 in one episode of Girl Meets World. I mean, it's almost like some of these fans, to make them happy, the pilot should have been a clip show of Boy Meets World. World. (laughs) No, no, we can't do that. But, you know, our our cast, you know, over 21 episodes and what was it, nine or ten months of, well, a couple of years. years, If you talk about the... the, Is the pilot done, by the way? Is the pilot done? No, we're almost done (laughs) editing the pilot. (laughs) I heard it aired. The the cast, which is made up of, you know, know, uh, 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 Danielle and Ben are seasoned veterans. They're Vets, they're pros, but the, the the rest of the cast are relative newcomers, and they right. grew they grew over over nine or ten months. So they're mm-hmm. almost in exciting you know, fashion. They're almost you know unrecognizable in a, in a in a good way as far as how much they've grown. Yeah, right. I mean the thing I would say to the the loyalists, the you know the Boy Meets World fans is you know as Maddie said, just stick. We know it's there. Stick it out. You will be beyond pleased, and we listen to you guys, and we honor you guys. As well as you know, reach out to the new generation. You said we will, you'll be beyond pleased. Yes, because it sounded like you said be unpleased. Uh, I mean, I was <laughs> let's just clarify that. <laughs> you will be beyond, beyond pleased. pleased. I have no doubt, and I also heard one of our favorites. Harley Kiner is coming back as a janitor. Now, are you guys going to refer to him as Harvey, considering that was his uh, name and boy, his real name? 
Manal? Once again, we don't want to, we don't want to give away. I hear Michael. at the children's table. I do hear Michael over there. Uh, we can get Michael can, in your ear. I think we can say. If I don't, I don't, just not giving away too much. We don't call him Harvey. Okay. That's that's all I will say about that. But he, he's a good guy. He's, I mean, well, you know, last year we had Michael Jacobs here talking for an hour and a half straight, just giving away everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Michael basically was giving away episodes in season four. If we go there, I'm sure. we have to. Be, yeah. yeah. We'll talk about. Um, he does a great job. Uh, yeah. Danny, Danny McNulty is the name of the actor. It was great and, to have him uh, back. It was it was emotional. It was it was. Yeah, what it was is really, that like when fun. you bring back characters from the old show? Well, you know, to bring him back, and he was so happy to be there. Him and Ben seeing each other. It was. It was I mean, I'm getting goosebumps actually. <laughs> you know, we go into the editing bay. We see these shows after shooting them, and we go, God, this is really good. Like we get excited. So, Danny, it was great to have him back. He looks great. He was. So happy to be there. We were so happy to have him. And uh, I'm a I'm a little little late to the party. Mark was there before me. I was I was on Boy Meets World for five and a half of the seven seasons, uh, and then you you got you got riches and fame, and you went off a little bit before the run was done. I think, but you yeah. were there for four or five years. Four <laughs> and five I had nowhere else yeah. to go. And then, and then, <laughs> <laughs> fact, still, yeah. since, since 2000. <laughs> much, again, don't tell my wife. Yeah. About <laughs> Michael still keeps Jeff busy by having him write Boy Meets World episodes. <laughs> Didn't tell him we're off. I'm the waiting air. for them there. <laughs> Michael doesn't know you're here. <laughs> That's why I'm on the couch. Uh, we're not on camera. But I, so okay. I, just, I didn't know him. I didn't know him as well, Danny McNulty, right? As well as these guys, but. This was a. This yeah. was a. He's a grown man now, yeah. of course, but he was just, you know, gracious and grateful and uh, yeah. exuberant, and he was. He was, was fun. It warmed yeah. our hearts. He really yeah. did. Are there other because of the too hard on himself? Sequel, he was when he came back. Yeah, he wanted to be. Yeah, he wanted to be perfect. Yeah, you know, and jump back into the character, yeah. and yeah. but of course it's. You know, 14, 15, 16 years later, whatever, the character has evolved anyway. Yeah, he's not going to be. Place. You know. He just wanted to get it right. We yeah. actually have a caller on the line. Oh. Caller, what's your name? Where are you from? Hello, caller, what's your name? Where are you from? They're using a cup and string because of your episode. Okay, please call back. Uh, the number yeah. here is four two four two five six seventeen twenty nine. Guys, you can tweet us. Lee, what's your Twitter? Handle? Lee M Epstein. Lee M. Epstein. I'm at Cinematic Escape. Tweet us your questions. We're going to be reading those later. And yes, please feel free to call in. Um, now, I want to ask about Maya and Farkle's relationship. I, I love their relationship. I feel like, you know, they're better friends than she wants to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I feel like they could possibly get together at some point. Do you guys have any comment on that? Wow. Uh, no. Again, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a great relationship. And yeah. I, I think, you know, it speaks <laughs> to, you know, certainly my... The show's about friendship. Yeah. That's yeah. mostly what the core of, of all these right. relationships, no matter what may happen or not happen down the line, it's, it's mostly You're vamping. I'm trying. I love that. Well, it's that, it's that sort of teasing relationship, right? Yeah. I, again, I think Maya Sorry. Maya's a, a character that obviously, you know, uh, has more, you know, stuff, home stuff, issues, all that. And she definitely has, you know, this hard exterior and she has the wit and the sarcasm and and so she will absolutely, you know, have those kind of relationships with Farkle, with Lucas. And I think as time goes on, you know, we will, you know, peel more, you know, right. layers. And 
She is so mature. I so I really yes. look forward to her having a relationship that we can. It's funny, like yeah. I, I, yeah. listening to your guesses and your instincts are so much fun. And, uh, <laughs> no, they are. They are. They and, are. And, and I don't. And I really. I mean, I don't want to be one of these coy people. I don't want to be coy. But I. Yeah. But also, I'm a freak over. Uh, uh, we're you know we're, we're spoiler alert. Oh my god! Don't tell right. me what happened on whatever. I don't Sporting even watch events. trailers. Oh, you don't have to true, tell me. No. I do not watch trailers. Like yeah. So and so I want to give you. I want to give our our, our great. Uh, uh, Viewers, fans, family—you know—I want to give them the same. I mean, but uh, but I, I will say this, and this sounds so so planned or something like that. But uh, 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 people are going to be pleased because all of these uh, these these guesses you guys are mm-hmm. having and others are having—they're all going to—they're all going to be explored to one degree mm-hmm. or, or another. Yeah. I'm excited about that. We I think we have our caller back. Oh, I think we have see. our caller back. Caller, what's your name? Where are you from? Hey guys, um, I'm Josh from Summer Pines, Florida. Hi, Josh from Florida. Do you have a question for our writers? Sure. Um, first of all, guys, I just want to thank you guys for, you know, making this show. You know, it really reminds me of, like, those old school, you know, sitcoms I grew up on. And, like, just having that type of, like, environment back again on TV where, like, people actually learn stuff. And, like, you can actually tell, like, you know, you guys put a lot of work into this and, like, it's just there's nothing like it right now on TV. Thank you. And like, I, you know, I always you know wanted you know something for like kids of today to really understand like know like there's something called quality you know programming that everybody can watch. So like I give you guys major props for that. Thanks a lot. Thank man. you. Thank you. Much appreciated. Did you have a question for them, Josh? Yes. Um, I just wanted to know. Um, this is like a boy meets world question, but um. What was the reason for, like, the character shift in Eric from when he was that high school, like, cool kid, and then all of a sudden he became, like, Dances with Squirrels? Like, um, <laughs> was there any, like, thinking going in? Did you guys already, like, know that, you know, you were heading that way, or was it kind of just, like... You know, uh, finish, felt, finish that thought, though. Yeah. Did we were planning that way, or was it kind of just like... What were you going to say? Yeah. It just like happened like organically, I should say. Yeah, I think it's the latter. Yeah, yeah. we saw also in Will as he progressed a little bit how funny he was, and if we do a little bit, he would nail it beyond our beliefs. And he just we kept raising the bar because he kept raising he the bar. Evolved. He evolved. So exactly funny, correct? Yeah, he was so funny. And we tried to use them. <laughs> and, we, and we needed to be careful, too, that we didn't become lazy as writers. Because right. sometimes we would write down, a, a, you know, we'd be in trouble and it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Right. And we would write down a stage direction, you know, uh, Eric eats a slice of pizza. Right. And, and, and he'd go, come on. Yeah. But, but then he and then would he make would. that in an art form. Right. And, and so I'm literally, I'm obviously, I'm thinking. I remember of that scene. I can see him <laughs> stuffing all the pizza in his mouth. Eric amazing. eats pizza. Yeah. Make it funny, buddy. We got to go home. And to that, Josh, you know, to all the people, you know, asking these questions about where the characters of Girl Meets World will go, uh, to a large degree, we don't know because... Mm-hmm. We will find right. moments like Eric gave us from a character and then go, wow, here's two years of stuff, you know. So right. just like with Will, you know, all of a mm-hmm. sudden, year two and then three, he became like, you know, this Jim Carrey, you know, <laughs> with faces and everybody, timing. Everybody this season, Peyton Meyer, who uh, plays uh, uh, Lucas, had a, had a breakthrough episode yeah. where mm-hmm. we kind of went like, okay, now we'll start, you know, exploring, right. exploring this. Yeah. We didn't this know he was Corey. capable of. Oh, going. you did it, and then you realized. Yeah, we saw right. it. He nailed something at a, a run through. We go, 
Oh, wow. Yeah, we didn't okay. know even the line was that good until he did it. So, yeah, yeah. they've all elevated this season. Because also, we were talking about uh, Farkle and this actor, mm-hmm. Corey... Fogelmanis. Fogelmanis. Mm-hmm. He's amazing to me. And He's I, great. I wonder how much you write for him and his kind of... He does a real kind of character acting. I want to say thank you, Josh, for no, calling sorry. in. Oh, we Josh, really thanks. appreciate thanks. your Josh. call. What a great question. Thanks, pal. All right, and now talking about yeah, Corey. Yeah, what do you think about that in terms... I just think he has a specific... In the episodes I've seen, he's really... He shines, so I'm curious about your writing for him. You know, he, he again, he's very, he's phenomenal with physical comedy. Exactly. Uh, you know, at such a young age. So we are, you know, absolutely, you know, giddy at the, you know, prospect of writing for him for many years because it's only going to grow. So here's a guy that can deliver a line. He has a very specific cadence, a right. very specific right. delivery, uh, very fast. You know, we have to police that and... Mm-hmm. You know, make sure that, you know, he slows down enough. But he's he's one of a kind. He's unique and funny and a wonderful he's kid. A, he's hysterically funny and talented and good person. We're blessed with a with a, a, a likable, lovely cast of good human mm-hmm. beings. Yeah. yeah. Um, but again, going back to a moment you mentioned, Mark, uh, he's funny. Uh, I think I hope <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's great. Yeah. You know, and he plays such a such a such an important role. But uh, the, but the stuff he does that that, that I love. Uh, that I dig is when he, you know, he'll do those those touching, warm friendship moments. Mark mentioned that moment about he pulled out a piece of art right. that his friend drew, who, right. who, his friend who kind of rejected him in a right. in a in a boyfriend girlfriend <laughs> way in that episode, which was right. funny. Um, but he says, you know, I've been carrying this around my pocket. I'm, I'm fine. Okay. And that moment just maybe it lands even better. I mean, you know I, what I mean? I maybe you can does. make an argument they land even better coming from the I don't want to say zany, but coming from but the right. out there you're character. Right. He's going he's out there crazy da, 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 and he goes, you know, I care about you. Yeah. And he does mm-hmm. that all season yeah, long. Yeah, he probably was going to yeah. throw that out there also. He probably has the greatest value of friendship. I mean, it, it, he brings it up no, you're right. all oh, the yeah. time. You're right. Fierce, all the time. You find him to be a fiercely loyal, yeah, he loyal lives, friend. Yeah, he lives for the friendship. Which I think is because you guys have such a fiercely loyal friendship. I really do see well, it in your you. writing. That's great. It's beautiful. That's and I know we get to true. see Minkus, mm-hmm. uh, well, his father. Now, are we going to get to meet his mother at all? Because, you know, Minkus was obsessed with Topanga for so long. So it's well. We, well, we can assure you, Topanga's not the mother. Yeah, we it, does, it does seem that way. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> that would come as a big shock. Michael, I hope I'm that's not. That's a relief to me. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure. I hope that's not a spoiler. But <laughs> what if your phone got off vibrate? I know. you just took that away from me. <laughs> you guys seem like children who are worried about getting caught, like you know, taking <laughs> cookies from the jar. Well, funny. you know, <laughs> that's funny. I. Yeah, I mean it's funny. We are. I, when I received some information <laughs> yeah. from uh, from uh, Alex, our our, our wonderful net, uh, Disney executive, um, yeah, I mean I, I asked Daddy permission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I said, "This is happening. Are we yeah. doing it?" I, we... I I had oatmeal this morning because Daddy said so. <laughs> <laughs> my cholesterol's been up, and Michael said, "Have a That's good." You guys, yeah. you guys really are a close knit family, all of uh, you. Even you know yeah. with the characters yeah. with Ben and, and you know uh, Topanga Danielle. Yeah. So. And it really does show. Yeah, thanks. Um, but do we get to see Minkus's mother at all? Um, I don't. I don't know if it's been yeah. explored yet. Okay, no. I'll yeah. take that. Yeah. Okay, and then so we see Topanga. Are you looking for a job at Disney PR? <laughs> I, I, I know how hard you work. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know what happens out on the road. Right. 
So we get to see Topanga and Corey learning to be parents uh, with yeah. Riley and yeah. then also with Augie, who's brilliant. Right. Uh, and we, we see him drawing on the walls this episode and on the new refrigerator. And Topanga's like, I think I think we just say it's beautiful. I think it, we just say it's beautiful. Are you guys, again, I know you have kids at home. So is it now we're going to be exploring, you know, how they are learning to be parents? Well, well yeah. And the Always. unfortunate thing is that episode airs. And now my kids, who are 14 and 15, are drawing all over the walls. <laughs> because yeah. Topanga said, I think yeah. we're supposed to say it's good. Right. I like that. I it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't I? I like the quality that, you know, they're not perfect. They're still learning like we all are, mm-hmm. even after Absolutely. so many years. And, you know, I think we tried to play them as real. I mean, there's comic elements and Corey's character is always going to be funny, but I think they're really good parents. I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised how good they are and how real they are, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think they're wonderful, but I, you know, at the end of the day, nobody's tuning in to watch to perfect parents. Exactly. Exactly. Can I follow up on something you asked, which is about the friendship and the camaraderie and the closeness of, let's say just you as the writers and producers, what what do you uh, like? Are you forced to sit here together now, or do you actually like hanging out outside of uh, <laughs> the writers' room? What, what's just, the dynamic like? Just you and I have an issue, but uh, no. <laughs> that's why you're on the couch, actually, yeah. Jeff. Yeah. That, you know what? A friendship. The show was formed 20 years ago. A friendship was formed and forged 20 years ago, and uh, you know the show was off for 14 years. We did not not see each other. We we've been friends this entire time. There's no hiatus on the friendship, and Aww. and I think it really plays into the quality of our writing and our work, and we all are. We all have the same sensibility as far as what we want from the show. And it all starts from Michael, but we all have heart. We, you know, mm-hmm. you can't get a false note past us because we, you know, we're, we're all on the same page. But yeah, as friends, we're great friends. Yeah, and yeah. Michael, we're quite the, the very foursome. important people. Do you guys have a team life? name? Yeah. <laughs> you guys have like your own club Cult here. Following. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, do you guys have a make collective? Fun of us and they say the three blanks. Yeah. Fill in your but own. There, but there's been... never been there's never been a name that people have. <laughs> no. The Brotherhood. No. No. Oh no, we have. Yeah, but feel free. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm Blutman. He's Manel. He's Matt. Right. Yeah. But yeah. we've been yeah we've been doing it for a, yeah. for a long in the trenches. Time. And, I mean, this is really friends. This is really yeah. one of those. What? They're getting the band back together? Yeah, that's <laughs> actually uh, correct. Right? Yeah, it's you're like, right. So it's like, yeah, we're doing another tour, man. Yeah, this <laughs> time cool. you're not alone, though. I mean, you have, there are some, there's some young women who write with you as well, right? Yeah, yeah, they came on for the show. They, they were, it was, it was, we had a great season. Yeah. It, it taught, so it was a, this year, we were all a family. You know, you're in that writer's room, uh, you're on the floor, we're there late hours, you, you get to know each other really well, better than your mates know you for real. Stuff happens in there. It was a great it was a great bunch. We we were very lucky. This guy and I we we, we commute. Yeah. So we so he oh, picks me up every morning. Oh. So really? and so we do we yeah. do you stand out there like it's a bus stop? That's very funny. I wish Normally, that's, that's, <laughs> he's waiting and waiting and waiting. That's a story uh, that uh, annoys me. His punctuality annoys me. It too. does. I mean, you know. Yeah. He'll go, I'll, I'll be there in in four minutes and fifteen seconds. You know, I'll get these kinds of texts. Yeah. I'll be there. I'm a little obsessive. With it's that. actually yeah. pretty funny because you we have is, our best stuff in the car, by the way. And then Michael yeah. and I commute, you and, 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 and the, we're always commute not on. On time, I know. <laughs> yeah. and I believe you're closer. Yeah, Jeff. <laughs> but I mean, I'll, we have a shorthand. I mean, I'll just get into the car in the morning. I'll go, okay, seven things. Yeah, and, you know, and I'm just so happy that a, I don't have to talk. A, a, a list so of six things thing. that somehow over the night I got upset at. 
I try to remember. No, no, he does. First of all, he could say seven things. He might have had one, but by the time he's done, he's got seven, and they're all interesting. You know, I'm, I'm half joking, but the serious part is it is great. I mean, I don't, you know, you, you and Michael might be a little different. I don't know, but I get to I get to vent and decompress and you know, oh yeah, and. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's true. No, and I feel like you guys doing those exercises definitely helps with your writing. You know, it uh, makes you think about things like that. And I know when I got to join you guys for a minute on the pilot and, and be in the writer's fun. room it's with you guys, back it was yeah. really the best time uh, that okay. you could ever imagine. It's, uh, people would only dream of it. Like I said, it was just an ongoing episode of like Boy Meets World, Girl Meets World. It's hard, though, wasn't it? Uh, a lot I, of hours, oh my God. right? Pretty yeah. much like 24 hours. Yeah. And you stayed overnight many days. That was a bonding experience. Anyone that made it through the pilot together it was true <laughs> yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed camping out with you guys that was great but Thank i you. wanted to ask you know when you guys need a break i know there were times that you would stop and play games with each other so can you talk about that what you do to kind of generate give yourselves give your mind a break kind of stop and and play a little bit and then give you a break for generating ideas what do you guys do in the games that you play well, actually, you guys were a big part of one day because mm-hmm. I remember, oh, yeah. you know, we, we had you and uh, Aaron Jacobs uh, and uh, somebody. Aaron Jacobs. Lee's buddy. Lee's buddy. Uh, yeah. Lee's Our buddy. buddy, too. We love Aaron. Uh, we love Aaron. Sam yeah. and uh, a couple others names uh, escaping. Leah, but but you guys were all Boy Meets World fans. Mm-hmm. So you guys came into the room and challenged us to Boy Meets World trivia. <laughs> we did. Yeah. And that that was a blast. We had so much fun. And, and, and Aaron, of course... It, it, Almost to the point of uh, being weird, little, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bizarre. creepy. Yeah. You know I what? Mean, the thing is, I think wow. a lot of fans before we go tonight to to bed at night, like we would still watch episodes. I know I did episodes of Boy because it's like it's a safe place. It's like yeah. that place. It's that show that you go to that you watch when you know there's going to be a happy ending and things make sense and you can learn a lesson. And mm-hmm. it's like you're never too old to go back to that. And so I think that's why we so many of us obsess over it because why not continue learning those lessons and just like remind yourself to reflect on those different values in the show. Yeah, it's so funny that I like that word safe is such a such an interesting word, uh, Kristen. Um, yeah, the uh, uh, yeah, the way people say boy, you know, boy meets world or whatever and how, how I describe it, I was like, it was a, it was part of a block of family friendly programming on from Friday night, yep. a, right? ABC, yep. Yep. where, you know, parents could could put their, you know, usher their kids in front of the television and, and feel, feel safe. Feel you safe. Know? So, uh, you know, the truth is, again, yeah. and, and, and Michael may have touched on this last week, but we were not cognizant of the profound effect we were actually having on kids and families until years later. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously the Internet and social media gave our fandom, you know, this platform to go thank you. And then we're like, oh, wow, mm-hmm. wait, there's an oh my, look, they're all over the place. <laughs> and we didn't know. And so for that, you know, that's why I started off, you know, at the top of the uh, show using the word blessing. And we really started to feel that by by hearing from these people that had a way to let us just a couple of days ago on Twitter. Somebody reached out and said that during a really, really tough time in her life, she leaned on Boy Meets World to mm-hmm. help her get through it's, it. Yeah, it's funny. That's that's really it, it's also amazing that most people now, when they who are writing or producing a show, that's a given, right? That they're going to have this kind of two-way communication with the fans and and them. Right. Whereas when you guys were doing it not so long ago, typewriters. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, scratching on the clay on the clay, Stella. But you know, it's like you that idea that. You're now kind of making up for lost time. It almost seems like a little bit like now you're getting the feedback. That's really that's true. Great point. Also, yeah, because yeah. Uh, because 
back then, right, you, you couldn't you couldn't check, for instance, you know, Twitter and see what, you know, 10 or 15,000 people think immediately. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah. But it's funny. You, what were we talking about? Um, 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 the safety? Ah, never mind. I also I want to talk about for a minute about the like the newlyweds game that you guys would play. You guys are such close friends. Oh my gosh! Oh, oh man! <laughs> that was one time you guys were a did couple. We win? You guys, Man- we Manel won. and I were a couple, and did we? Did we? I thought we did really well. But oh, I think you know what? Mark that, and I, Michael were a couple. We were a couple. We, we oh my up. gosh! And you guys, we would ask questions. I think Gerilyn, Michael's assistant, was there, and she would ask questions to the opposing and we teams. Had to, like, you had to match answer the for answers. your partner. Oh my god, that was fun. And that's another game, see? Yeah. Also, I mean, there was, you know, early Boy Meets World, there was uh, on the Disney lot a rec room and we played ping pong. Oh, um, we have no problem following our leader, Michael. We have no problem finding <laughs> distractions. I know. He's, <laughs> he's very you know, He's a work hard, play hard guy. Well, right. I don't think they're just distractions, though. I really think that that helped you guys in your writing because it's sort of, you know, it's skills. Like you getting in the car every day and saying the, the things that annoyed you. That's like getting your mind, your gears working right. and really thinking about things and exploring different avenues and by playing those games I saw it firsthand I tried not to get involved too much I stayed in my corner in the writer's room but just you know witnessing it and experiencing it from an outside perspective it really did affect when we would get back into the script you know your attitudes and your new ideas because of something that we did in the games Mm -hmm. so I feel like those are yeah Yeah. those are great skills that you guys do comes to mind you sound like you have the best job ever (laughs) (laughs) listen Lee here's the deal we get in at 9 o'clock. By 10 o'clock, we're reading menus. That's for lunch. And then, you know. That, that aspect of it is, is all of yeah. that. Yeah. It but doesn't the, go on at IBM. Not. But, uh, no, yeah, that's what we think about a lot, yeah, which yeah. I probably take for granted, which is something to, as far as gratitude yeah. and blessings and stuff like that. No. But, but, but gosh darn, it's, and I'm not, I'm not crying here. No. But it's, oh. it's, it's hard. Oh, it's a hard job. It's hard because of Michael. Yeah. <laughs> because of Michael Jacobs. He's very, Perfectionist. You know, he's, he's very, yeah, he's very, uh, Story stubborn. Stubborn. You know, yeah. he just he wants to make sure. No, I've seen this show. before. I'm bored. Make it better. Yeah. This is not funny enough. I know, I, no, saying, I'm not ready to move on. I know we want to go home. <laughs> yeah, every day you guys go back to page one. Page you one. start a page, page one. one. He's yeah. proving himself to be right there. Always yeah. right. So, I mean, there's Amazing. there's a lot of, you know, lately we've shifted a little bit. Uh, Mark's a fan of this, and I think we are too. Because yeah. we would, you know, 2 o'clock yeah. in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning. Uh, you know, like go during home. the pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Right, remember that. And now you all have kids. That you were and yes. we have that too yes. that we had to, you know, reconnect with. But uh, uh, so now we've shifted a little bit where we'll do the, the hardcore stuff early in the morning. So we might... Mm. We we might come in at five, five, yeah. five thirty. Yeah, um, we're you know. fresh, much fresh. Yeah. it's worth it. So now that we're in our mid thirties, <laughs> we uh, find uh, that uh, right, you know right. it's, it's what? No. How, how do you guys? I know a lot of times, a lot of days. Even when I was there, we'd go back to page one after you had worked on it yeah. for three days already. Mm-hmm. Um, when do you guys say, okay, enough is enough? We need to move on. When we do you leave it alone? When it airs. Ago, we stop saying. That. <laughs> yeah, he's always going to go back, and it, it, like Matt says, it. it it proves to be the right. What happened? What, what do you mean? It proves like what because, happens? Because when you process? go through it, you'll, he'll see something or we'll see something. Eh, that's not funny. We could beat that. It's not the scene could be shorter. What are we just one new know, joke? Fresh eyes. One yeah. new joke. One new joke makes one a difference. Thought, one new emotion. It's it gets funny. better each time. If, if it's funny too. I mean, I, gosh, there's all sorts of great quotes of, on that. This kind of stuff, like you know, when's it done? Never. You know that right. kind of thing. But um, and we were all in in. Uh, you know, in some, something called you know a mix, a mix, which of course is what, what do we what do we do there? We uh, Final, you know with the music, the music and, and the sound, we make sure the laughter and we make sure everything's Clarity. fine. But you know, all three of us during that mix of something that the, the ship has sailed, 
those shows are going to air as is, but we're still kind of going, oh, yeah, ah, yeah, uh, I told you so, just you missed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's true. My, uh, Michael, a couple, a couple of days ago, you know, because he and I had a slight disagreement over making a cut or not making a cut, and uh, guess who won? Uh, anyway, so, he, so, he, so, he, oh, so he, he made the cut. He made this is like a month after he made the cut. You know, he, he cut a second, and he's watching the monitor like this, and he's and he, he watches it, and he goes, "That's a great cut." Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so, so still, right. You know, he knows. He's still, you know, held that was on the cut for which he voted, by the way. Yes, yeah. Yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. I think what it was was I think it was three of us voted not to, and he voted. Mm-hmm. And since it's Democratic, you know, he got his way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah one to three. One's greater right. than three. There are right. some amazing jokes. Just talking about the jokes, like even in this episode, I love the part of the librarian. There's some really clever and sometimes quite adult writing and funny stuff. While while all being family friendly and less life lessons and all of the wonderful things that right. we, and we mean it when we say it, it's it's all great and. You're really funny at the same time. How do you strike that balance? You know, we just keep doing it till a joke lands. And, and one of the things that Michael has taught us and as writers, we embrace it. Um, we're not that show that's going to write a joke that will fit in the mouth of any character. Right. Okay. That's, you know, that's like jokey writing and there's a lot of shows that do it and God bless them. But the jokes that come out on our show are very character specific which makes it first of all easier to come up with and when they land they land and so that's part of it that's yeah. a great answer i i think also um you had some questions from the fans I that do. tweeted in we want to get to those before we jump into our interviews with you guys as if this wasn't an interview already oh, wow <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> all right so ryan stickle or stickel I'm going to say Stickle from like West that. Virginia. Okay. Says Mountaineer asks. Indeed, he asks, "What is the biggest difference writing for kids in the '90s versus Ooh. writing for kids now?" I know that it's like a That's much a more harsh time now, and a lot of people have been commenting that you know they're not sure if you guys are going to be covering the same hard hitting subject. So I feel like that goes one in one with the with that question. It's, I, it, go ahead, Matt. No, yeah. it's a fair, fair question. Yeah. I don't have a great answer. I mean, sure I have a couple of things I could stumble around. I mean, I do think I think the the I don't know the the, the themes in the writing are the are the same in a way. Yeah, you know, I, don't I don't. Don't talk down to the audience if they're if they're five or fifty. Let them fill in some of their own blanks. Try to do something if something's tired. Try to do it uh, fresher. Yeah. You know, but yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. It's a great. I mean, yeah. it's a great question. I think the kind of writers we are exactly what Matt said. You know, the bells and whistles may be a little different, but we're not poppy culture kind of writers. The themes and hardcore values and feelings are going to be the same. It, it, it's going to be about emotions. It's going to be about making the kids of today feel the way we made kids of yeah. the 90s feel. Yeah. That's our goal every single time. But the, the world has changed. And as far as giving that, that question the respect it deserves, it doesn't really come to me because the world no, has changed. The world has absolutely. Changed. And I guess we've evolved as well, but it's already been said. We still just write from the heart. The emotion of anything we tackle, as long as that's in there, that's what we're going for. The laughs will come just because, you know, funny people are in the room and <laughs> making us laugh. And if we laugh, it'll go in the script. 
I mean, I feel it's refreshing to get this show back. Honestly, there's nothing mm-hmm. like it on air. That's why so many people are excited. We're, we want to get back to those values. We've gone somewhere else at this point, and a lot of parents aren't happy that their 12-year-old is acting like a 21-year-old. And so I think this show has come at a perfect time. I just want to uh, read a few other comments. Okay, this is a question that I feel like we have to just tackle because I know you guys are getting blown up on Twitter. I am too. So many people want to know, how can they possibly be an actor or an extra on the show? And I think it's important that we let them know, you know, it's a really difficult process. <laughs> and you're yeah. so, uh, it's, I'm looking you over there. To, <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, but, but seriously, yeah. so many people think you can just maybe tweet someone your picture and get a role. It's not like that. And you're sort of disrespecting actors by thinking it's that easy just like you guys have spent so many years and years writing to be in the seats that you are now at this job those actors have gone to school they've taken the classes they've given up everything they've sacrificed so much they've moved to la it's not a career that's a phone call away it's yeah i mean you'd have to get extra lightning would have to strike and it does every once in a while but you know the old what's one of the the adages when you know somebody's huge and they're a movie star and they say, yeah, I'm a, I'm a 35-year overnight sensation. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So they were doing the work for, you know, 5, 10, 15, 25 years and then all of a sudden, hey, overnight. Well, not really. It's right. Gosh, I mean, I don't know. It's a hard racket. I will and, say, though, a close second if you want to have a little vicarious experience and Disney and It's a Laugh Productions, you're welcome for this plug. <laughs> when you come to L.A., you should go see a taping of Girl Meets World mm-hmm. if you're visiting because right. there's a lot of shows you can see in this town. Mm-hmm. And I've been to a lot of them and, and worked at some of them. And it is one of the most fun, positive environments to be in. I mean, you have to, if you're going to sit in an audience for many hours in a day, right, <laughs> you're not being paid and you're doing a lot of sitting. So it actually can get a little daunting at some shows. But at right. Girl Meets World, it was a blast. I mean, the time flew by. It's a really positive environment. Watching Michael and people work together. It's, it was an awesome experience. Yeah, it's so pretty. Right. Thanks, it. fun. Yeah, Thanks, thanks for, for saying It's pretty up close and personal, yeah. isn't it? Very yeah, much. You're really, really in it. So there are things you can do. There's steps you can take, but you know, it, unfortunately, it does. It's not that easy. So I just I wanted you know to acknowledge those people who are sending you know yeah, pictures. Yeah, uh, Kristen, things. I think whatever city they're in, you know, uh, check out the local theater. Exactly, and, that's yeah. a great know, idea. Your school puts Acting on plays. Yes. And, Start and small. Just yeah, pursue absolutely. it the right way. How Too do you many guys start as actors. As yeah, I want to get into you know our interviews with you guys before we run out of time. See, I knew you wanted to get into that. That's I, did. I did. That, that was right. Right. I, right. He's that was amazing. Wow. I, I lovely. Well that was so great. You guys thank are great together. Oh, thank you. So I always ask. I'm always interested in how specific things from our childhood really point us in that direction of where we end up. So do you guys have a story from when you were younger, perhaps, of when you decided you were going to be a writer or how you knew? You want to go first, Matt? Since we'll Michael had a really good story about he this. Did. No pressure. Oh, jeez. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, music, the music yeah. thing? Yeah. What's his name? Really famous guy, uh, folk... Hammond. Hammond. You went to yeah. Hammond. Interesting. Oh, yeah, that's that true. never happened. Matt wrote that backstory <laughs> for Michael. So, no, right. No, that's true. It's it's true. Absolutely. Michael was pursuing music uh, at a very young age. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually just thought about this, but I, I've known Michael as a kid. I met him when I was seven years old. I tell the story to the writer's room. You know, I, I walk in. I'm a seven-year-old kid. I'm just meeting him because my parents were friends with his parents. And he go, we go in his bedroom, we just hang, and he goes, hey, you want to hear a song I wrote? 
I go, a song you wrote? And he pulls out a guitar and he starts playing a song and I, I already felt bad about myself. And like, and this kid was, he was, he was, was still learning to chew food. I, I was, I go, I remember leaving there going, why try anything? He was, I mean, he, he, he's a little, that's why his story's gonna be a little better than ours. I mean, he's he was produced on cheaper. Broadway at 21 years old. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as a writer. So. What's so special about, oh, that is insane. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, I'm sure, player, right? I mean, whether you guys are reflecting on it right Sorry. now or not, Matt. I'm sure you well, guys each have those well, stories. Oh, yeah, we do. My, I, I, my, my story's my story, you know, and you guys have yours. And By I, the way, I, I love wanna, your story because oh, I was part of seeing that. Yeah. Play. Well, you actually were. Yeah, yeah you were. You're right. Um, but uh, I, I want to. I want to budget my. Uh, I want to edit myself here. You know. Um, uh, you know. I have a bad, a bad habit of always really going for broke next door to the thing I want. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yes. so I went to graduate school and I, at, at the University of Michigan. And I got the wrong graduate degree. You know. Mm. But next door was telecommunication arts, which was film, video, and, and the radio stuff. And so I, I said, I want one of these, too. And they were gracious. And I also started teaching, teaching in college, which I, as of a month ago, was still doing part-time just to... Just I almost came and took your class before I ever worked we for you guys. Wow. We would have had a blast. Really? Really? Oh, he's I did. great. Thank you. Uh, but, but, but so to, to, to edit this thing a little bit, so, you know, Kate always knew I'd come back to Southern California from Oregon to Michigan to, to Southern California and uh, uh, acted a bit, you know, and and uh, uh, and some of us, uh, some, some friends, we, we said, we said uh, we're not pleased with the, the plays we're reading. Matt, write something. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I wrote about 15 pages, and they worked. And then there's this guy named Dan Loria, who's the father of the Wonder Years. Mm-hmm. If you nice. remember that? With, nice. with Fred Savage, who's right. the brother of Ben Savage. Right. Anyway, it's a long story, but I wrote a couple of plays, and they were, they were pretty well received. One-act plays. And on one night, uh, Dan Loria, who played the father of the Wonder Years, father of, uh, you know, in that one, uh, basically kidnapped this guy named Michael Jacobs <laughs> and brought him to my play. Wow, and and so and and that gave Michael uh, enough to say, you know, he sent then he sent Mark and Howard to the play, I think, um, and then he sent a, a guy McCracken. named Bob Young and and David Kendall and, and Jeff McCracken, and every you know theater in Los Angeles, you could have one, a terrible night with six angry people in the crowd. <laughs> they, they all, it's not New York yet. Yeah, they all coincidentally came on a great night, and so Michael basically hired me off. And he's he's like this. Off the faith he had in me, based on this this wow. one act play. What's the play? I, I, What's it called? It was called Sensitive, Sensitive People. People. Oh. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> well, we, no, I because I was blown away by it when yeah. I, I was, saw it. Yeah, I was blown it was really away. Something. And then I uh, then I came on, you know, around Thanksgiving, the second yeah. season of, Bo- of Boy Meets World. They gave me a shot at his script. They didn't hate it too much. Yeah. And, and I uh, Weird, we had fun. We all left as uh, co-executive producers wow. of, of Boy Meets World. Um, that's your story. I, I started. I can't. Story. Yeah, that's well, that is a good story. Uh, <laughs> first time you're hearing. Yeah, it? wow. I didn't know. <laughs> no. Um, I came out here in '83 uh, as a stand-up comic, and uh, I was hanging at the comedy store and performing. And I'd go on the road, you know, six months a year. And comedy was huge in the '80s, and play these clubs in Pittsburgh and Des Moines and Columbia, Missouri. And what a great way for a 20-something-year-old to see the United States, you know, flown out to these comedy clubs, perform, and then come back. And every time I came back, you know, I had done great shows on the road. And then I'd walk into the comedy store and I'd be in the back looking at Robin Williams and looking at uh, the late Sam Kinison and people like Dice Clay and Bob Saget and all these people and 
Howie Mandel and, and, and it just one after the other, Eddie Murphy. And I'd go, oh, I suck. I better do something else. I couldn't stand up to these guys. These guys were unbelievable. And I knew that, you know, I'd be able to go on the road and scratch out a living. But, uh, you know, I wanted a wife. I wanted family. I wanted kids and that whole thing. And I knew it wasn't going to be as a stand-up comic. And I was acting and struggling. I, you know, I, I think I once got a call back to be the Orkin Man. That was it. Nice. Call back to be the yeah. Orkin Man. You would have been yeah. a great Orkin Man. Look. Thanks, Jeff. And I started writing. What's that? You didn't book it. No, no. it's not too late. Call back. Yeah, I'm waiting. It's been 20 years. <laughs> They're gonna call. Um, I wrote a movie on spec, and uh, I was fortunate enough to sell it. And wow. then um, I had a partner at the time, uh, Howard Busgang, and uh, we got hired. Um, it was kind of a. I'll make it real quick, because at a time also, uh, as you said. Um, we were brought in by this producer, Danny Jacobs, and he had two new shows. And he gave us the VHS tapes. People may want to Google what that was. <laughs> we, and he said, watch these two shows. I'm going to hire you guys. I love you guys. Whichever show you want, I will hire you. So we go in and we watch a show called Good Advice with Shelley Long and Treat Williams. Yeah. And we go, oh, that's fantastic. I don't even, well, we'll watch the other one anyway. And we watch the show uh, with Paul Reiser and Helen Hunt. And I'm going, oh, this whiny Jewish guy and this, you know, shicks a wife. Nobody's going to watch that. We walk back in. We go, well, we'll do good advice. Come on. And he goes, okay. And, of course, mad about you ran like 11 years. And we did one year of good advice. And then we were fortunate enough to meet Michael. And, uh, you know, we got hired uh, on the second year of Boy and uh, met Jeff. And then soon after, Matt. And, uh, you know, here we are now doing Girl all these years later. And. Just, it's amazing. What did you do in between, can I ask? Um, well, uh, other films. I had written a bunch of films and I uh, did other TV shows. When I uh, did a show with Tom Selleck called The Closer uh, on, on CBS, I did a show with the Olsen Twins, a mm -hmm. show called Grown Ups with a grown up Urkel. Oh, uh, yeah, that was, uh, oh, that was yeah. a highlight. Oh, yeah. A um, bunch of different things, but, but nothing can touch. You know the, this world right now. You know, Amazing. reaching kids and doing stuff that matters, and, and and just you know, real quick. You know, the gratifying thing. There's an episode coming up later in the year. Um, you know, the bully episode, uh, Girl Meets Flaws, and and um, you know, Matt said earlier about how you know when we tell a story, we want to do it different and do it better and just do it fresh. And it 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 came because you know we talked about we all have kids now, Mike. 14-year-old Luke was being bullied at school and he was calling me every day just really unhappy mm -hmm. and I just said to Michael I want to do a show for Luke I want to do a show mm -hmm. uh, you know that'll reach out to kids and then you know the room we get together and we break the story and we do it fresh and 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 different and it you know it turned out wonderful so to be able to do this for our kids is, is just great and that's why I love working with these guys and all those other jobs it can't touch can't touch mm -hmm. this. It really is something special here, huh? There, it's amazing. There it's amazing. is. You can just feel it just being around you guys. <laughs> yeah. I just, uh, I was so excited to come here it's a today. Nice thing to say. Yeah. What's your you story? Seem yeah, Jeff, can we get a little bit of yours? Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, just when I was a kid, you know, I just watched TV all the time. Love mm -hmm. movies. I love, probably love movies more than anything. And uh, I never thought I'd be a writer or certainly a TV writer, but then I, I went away to college and I wasn't loving anything. And someone said, well, why don't you try to go into a film? in college and never even occurred to me that you could follow your dream. I transferred to NYU, I went to NYU film school just for a year, but it was the greatest year. I, I, and you know, writing scripts for movies that you were making, that was, that was really exciting. And then, uh, and then after that, I just, I got into writing, but not, again, for TV or film. I, I became a film reviewer, I wrote a little bit for Entertainment Weekly, I had a monthly column, 
where I counted curse words in movies. That was my column. And, <laughs> and then um, Michael, I didn't know Michael, and he had shows on the air, and I, I would call him with ideas or this and that. And say, hey, you know, can I write a spec? And he goes, yeah, sure, keep pitching me stuff. And a few years after, he said, no, we're doing that, this and that. But I had no dream of moving out here, and then I sent him a spec script that I wrote. It was a sign, Seinfeld. He goes, I go, can you get this to the Seinfeld people? And he goes, sure. <laughs> he lied. <laughs> Total lie. Uh, but I guess he liked it because then he called me one day and said, oh, hey, I'm doing this pilot. If it goes, do you want to come out here? And I never wanted to leave Jersey. I just had a baby. We just bought a house. I go, I don't know. And then he called me a month later and said, well, they picked it up. Do you want the job? And I had a, he goes, I need to know by tomorrow. And uh, couldn't pass it up. So I came out without my wife and daughter for about six months and... And then halfway through the first season of Boy, he came over during the taping. He goes, they just picked up the back nine, call your wife, Lisa, and tell her to come out here. And yeah, thank God, that show ran quite a while. <laughs> and uh, Little boy from Jersey makes good. Little boy from Jersey, Aww. little boy from Portland, little boy from uh, Montreal. Montreal. Well, what yeah. I think is so cool about <laughs> what you Canada. said is right. you never even realized that you could chase your dreams, dreams. And I feel like a lot of people don't do that. Your parents right. sort of tell you, you know, that's not logical. You have to get a job that you can support a family. You have to be a banker. You have to, you know, mm. go to school and get a law degree. And so many yeah. people now are in debt because they did do those things mm. when really, at the end of the day, they should have just picked up a piece of paper and a pencil and drew a picture like Maya because right. I feel like, you know, parents should really encourage yeah. their kids to explore their own creative talents yeah, because too much of that's being pushed away at this point. That's beautiful, yeah, that's inspirational right. stuff. It really is, yeah. And my parents are very, my, my mom, uh, rest in peace, she died a few years ago mm-hmm. and my dad's still still with us and hilarious and <laughs> yeah. a dear friend and my father and I love him. Great we saw guy. him recently. Yeah, great, great guy. guy. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. it was just kind of, you know, just... Just be practical, you know. Let's just kind of keep it simple. Be practical, and and you know. And so some of this yeah. stuff, you know, came to me a little. And I, I don't, you know, I yeah, love but, him. It's not against right. him. Right. But some of the, I, I did have to come come up with some of the stuff uh, on my own. Right. And mm-hmm. I do try to give the girls that now. Yeah. Like, come on, take yeah. a shot. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I agree with that. Trust me. I I got my film degree and writing degree, but I also got a business degree because coming That's out smart. to LA, right. you have That's to smart. be grounded. Gotta right. Be some level of practicality. It's, it's not going to be immediate your success. It may be years from now. You know, when you're a lot older, and so you got to be practical about it. But I don't think you should ever give up on it. I, I would also say real quickly. I'm sorry that we're going in this direction, no. you know. But but you Don't know, be sorry. yeah. Well, you know, pay, read the signs a little bit. I didn't do that very well. Mm-hmm. I have an undergraduate degree in business administration. I was, and I'm I'm not bragging because I'm going to criticize myself too. <laughs> I was I was not flunking, but doing miserably yeah, in the economics and the accounting stuff. And my right. writing teachers are patting me on the back and saying, you don't need to take this class anymore. We'll just give you an A so we can help other people. And I go, thanks, thanks. I'll go flunk economics. Right, right, right. right. And, and, and right. I, didn't, I didn't, five, six years, I kind of said like, oh, gee, maybe I have, you know, some, mm-hmm. some something, yeah. some ability, some talent, I hope. Read the signs. You, yeah. you do. I mean, yeah. G- Jim Carrey just gave a speech, and the gist of it was, you know, if you're going to go out and fail at something you don't really enjoy, why? When you, yeah, you know, go true. out and at least fail at something you love. Yeah, exactly. I completely agree. I just want to roll into predictions before we end the show of what we uh-oh, think. Uh oh. Where the show is yeah. going? Is that Michael J? <laughs> <laughs> He's landing. <laughs> He's got their yeah. man. He's got their. Yeah. Uh, the Giants will win the Super Bowl. <laughs> what the so we do we see love football your studio, and we, we we love you too. Yeah, this oh, is really thanks nice. for having no, us. This is, this is fun, man. 
Yeah, thanks. I'm, I am just boy. so <laughs> glad you guys could be here. I uh, think this is great that we all, we really all got to know you guys today. And I think that's a beautiful thing because, you know, so many people, they look at these shows and they think a lot of these shows, a lot of the interviews are with the actors who obviously everyone does their point. Like you guys said uh, earlier, Eric, you know, you write a funny a line that's maybe not that funny and he turned it funny. But I think it's really important to get to know the writers as well. And I'm so glad you guys could join us and we could get to know you and your stories and where you come nice. from because it really helps cool. us yeah, understand the show more yeah. and and it has so much promise for even the direction it's going i feel like you know everyone wants to tune in yeah and we really appreciate you know 5.2 million or something came yes. out that first you know week and we appreciate each and every one of them and stick with us and you will be mm-hmm. so happy by the end of this year because I mean, we are so proud, as Matt said earlier, we're so proud yeah. of the stories we're telling. We're so proud of the cast, what they have turned into. I mean, as Matt said, each, you know, actor one week will have their coming out party mm-hmm. where we just go, wow. Yeah. And and it's happened with everybody. And we have a lot of nice little nugget Easter and eggs. Surprises. You know, yeah. surprises mm-hmm. for the old fans. Stick with us, you know, and we we know you will be happy. Lee, do you have any predictions for this season? Do I have any predictions? Oh, I'm going to do what you do. I'll pretend that I didn't go to that taping that's somewhere yes, in the middle no, of the you summer. can't do that. I, I really don't know. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. it. Forget about that taping. Yeah. Maybe yeah. something you want to see. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's mm. See, I really want Fargo and Maya together at some... Like, maybe just try, try it out. Maybe they accidentally wind up together at some point during some episode. Just because I love their back and forth, you know? Yeah. I just... See, I love that relationship between I don't think them. That's going, I don't think that's going to ever that's go okay. romantic. What, what would you... I'm okay if it's not romantic, too. I just want them to explore it a little maybe bit. Maybe Augie will become a big brother. <laughs> that's, that's... Maybe, like, that maybe... Let's jump in the shark a little yeah, bit, right? <laughs> Let's wait a little while. <laughs> yeah, no, but Augie, I love that kid. Who came up with yes, the line, um, do bears know how to smile? Who came up with oh, that? He is amazing. Oh, my God. We don't, we don't you do guys that. don't remember? No, we yeah. don't. You don't remember that line? I just well, we, we do remember, remember the oh. line. Yeah. It was a, we yeah, it, Bay window, run a three jugs. I mean, we... We don't. Yeah, it's funny. You, you guys all right? Yeah. We have I, a little bit of a. It's very. It's very groupy. Mm-hmm. It's very team. Yeah. Team right. Re, team rewrites. Yeah. Right. Do you guys staff, write the detailed outlines of each script before you? Get, <laughs> like what? Uh, That's a great question. To. Hold on a second. I mean, I'm just <laughs> curious about yeah. your process. It was a little different when I was in there. Um, I think Michael had written a lot, and then you guys yeah, are all right. coming together collectively on it. So I know I saw a little interview with like the clips of the different boards. So pro- how do you guys do the that? The process, I, I think, believe it or not, I think the process interests a lot of people. But it's you know it's a a, a many, many, many stage process, but it, it starts with the, the you know the, the 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 germ or the nugget of an right. idea, and the idea becomes an idea idea, right. and then and then you know it needs to be broken into scenes, which is called beats and a beat sheet and outlines, and you write a draft, and then it gets you know it gets it's received well or received yeah. badly, yeah. and then there's rewrites to the room. And, yeah. I mean, Michael's a big uh, fan of uh, he, he uses this expression a, a lot. He wants pages. Right. Michael is, you know, all the earlier stuff and the one sheets and the outlines and all that. Michael's gig is he wants pages. Give him 42 pages and, you know, then the group does its thing. Yeah, give me 46 nicely structured, semi-funny, yeah. you know. In English. Ducks Pieces in a row pages. pages. And yeah. then he can take it from there. You guys are us. amazing. We can let you talk as long as we let Michael talk. But I do want to yeah. say oh, thank no. you. We want to beat him by one What's minute. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. minute. <laughs> we want to beat him by one minute. Oh, no. This is 
uh, Matt Nelson and Mark Blutman and Jeff Manel. Thank you guys very much, supervising producers and writers of Girl Meets World. Yeah, Thanks where can we us, follow all you guys on Twitter? All right. Where oh, can we where, follow you? Yeah. What's mine? Nelson MC, I think. Yes. At Blutman Mark. And, and Jeff? I think, I think I'm still meat. You are Phil I don't have much. He likes movies and he Lee. likes meat. I, I do. Movies I and meat. I think I am Thank Lee you. M. Epstein. So you should have just done your name. I, I, I'm Cinematic Escape on Twitter. You can oh, check like out that. my blog, cinematicescape.com. Thank you guys for joining us. Be sure and watch the Disney Girl Meets World show, 830 on Fridays. And come here afterwards and check out the After Buzz. Yeah. Thank you guys. See you next week. Thanks, guys. All Thanks right. for Thank having us. So Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.